Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Is it's always game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We have your mailbag questions. Appreciate you sending them. Let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, the first one is, is isn't football related, but it was the first one I saw on my screen. And uh, Santori Miles says, "Why is Burger King the worst fast food burger?" Ah. Uh... I don't know. I mean, I'm not a McDonald's person. Ah, that's going to get a lot of hate. <laughs> I'm not a McDonald's person. I mean, I'm not a big Burger King person either. Like, I don't know. More, if I do a fast food burger, it's usually Wendy's. If I pick one of those like re- big chains, although, come on, spend, I'm a, I'm a grown adult. I'm going to spend the extra, what is now like $10 for five guys. It is expensive. Like, it is expensive. Five guys food. is so expensive anymore too. That's what, if I get fast food burger, I, I want to go get five guys. Cause that's really good. I haven't had like Whataburger and in and out and some of those regionally specific ones, but that is off the top of my head. I mean, I, I just don't care. I mean, go to Burger King and uh, they usually have like slushies that are cheap. Yeah, no, it's fine. But I will say, you mentioned In and Out. You mentioned In and Out, and I know how people feel about it. It's like, oh, In and Out, you have to go. The reason I like In and Out is because it's so cheap. Oh, they don't okay. really too crazy on their prices, probably because they do great and they they don't need to raise their prices or anything like that. So I would say, In and Out is definitely yeah, it feels like a tourist attraction if you're ever in the city with with In and Out. But it's good. I like it. Uh, when it comes to French fries, McDonald's has number one. And oh uh, wow, big disagree. Big, I don't like the shoestring. I, I like thicker. Well, where are you going? Name right. your fries. Is Five Guys allowed? They make the best fries and the best burger. Um, I guess. I mean, I feel like that's a little more bougie. It is a little more bougie. I don't know. I like Wendy's, Wendy's fry. It, since they actually put salt on it, is pretty good now. It used to. They used to not like salt them. It was kind of weird. Wendy's does have good fries. They have good spicy chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Wendy's, it's always hit or miss. You, yeah. you go there and sometimes it's like the best fast food meal you've ever had. And then you'll go there another time and your, your burger is all the way smashed to the bottom of the bag. And it's never really a good outcome and just I mean, didn't feel too much ketchup. The real, the real fast food place to go is Popeye's. That's my favorite fast food. I've heard, I've never had it. Wow. Really? Oh, I know. I've heard oh, the you'll have the worst food. customer, exp- customer service experience, but the, the best fast food that you'll have. It's the chicken sandwich, right? Yeah. Spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. I'll need to try it, but we'll move on because um, you know, <laughs> we'll talk, 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 talk forever. And honestly, it is 
Like I said, we didn't even get to Taco Bell. We didn't get to Taco Bell. Taco Bell is the best. Um, oh, nice. Agree. Okay. I mean, we got to Taco Bell. Very easy <laughs> to say Taco Bell is the best. Um, Bengals Shadow 20 says, how do you think the Bengals will combat speed and length in this slot this season? Okay, that's interesting to me because I think speed and length, I think outside. I don't think in the slot. Like That's okay. why Mike Hilton's a fine, good. He's a good slot defender. He doesn't really have speed. He doesn't really have length, but you don't need it there. I would say that if a guy is long and fast, and I'm I'm assuming this is on the defensive side, but I mean I guess I could do the offense too. But speed and length in the slot, I mean I'm gonna put yeah, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd's there, and I just think like, hey, technically beat him. You know, beat him using your ability uh, to route run to set things up, everything else, because I mean. Speed and length. I'm glad it's not on the outside because I'd probably be, <laughs> if I'm on a defensive coordinator, I'm putting my fastest, longest guys on Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. On the other side, if they have a fast, long um, wide receiver in the slot, I guess you – see, that's a tough one to me because you're not going to use a linebacker, even if it's a tight end. I'm still not using a linebacker. I don't think you want to use a safety, although maybe you could roll Dax Hill down there. That Maybe that's the question because of uh, Mike Hilton having issues in the AFC Championship game. Um, that was unfortunate. That's unfortunate. He's a great player, though. So I he is great. He is great. See him in the Bills game. I mean, that hit on yeah. Josh Allen will forever live in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, on that side of the ball, I think you could dabble – in, I just said I probably wouldn't, but I'd, I probably might dabble in some Dax Hill stuff. If they're really killing you from the slot, that's one of the easier places to double because you don't have to use your resources a crazy amount. On the outside, it's harder because you're taking your safety and now you know he's not defending the run. He's not uh, watching for anything over the middle. He is just helping on that receiver. When they're in the slot, you say basically – if you're in man coverage, okay, the nickel, whoever is going to play low underneath stuff, and he's going to play to the outside. And anything that's deeper and over the middle will be the safety. So once the safety sees him break out or quickly go under, uh, you that safety can just play his role. When uh, If he goes deep and over, then the nickel lets him go, and he can watch for something else. So that, I think... You know, just your resource management there is find a way if you're getting killed in the slot, like Mike Hilton's getting toasted and um, the safety, you tried Dax Hill over there. He's not working. Big proponent of just, you know, bracket it, just uh, use your resources. And it's not the same as using your resources to double a guy on the outside, which is harder to do and to still be gap sound in the run game and whatever else. Yeah, I do want to add this about Mike Hilton. He is one of the most underrated players, I would say, in the NFL. And he doesn't get the credit yeah. he deserves. Yeah, so. I, Bengals fans killed him for that game. But, I mean, yeah. some of those is just Patrick Mahomes, man. Like <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. It, it's oh, yeah. like, do you get up that upset when if you're a defense, on the defensive side of, like, Burrow and Chase kill you? Like, no. You probably just go, like, man, that the offense gets paid too, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I remember uh, Honey Badger. In the AFC Championship game the year yeah. before, 
when he was mic'd up on the sideline, he's like, man, he's just really good. He's just really good. And it's just, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but really hard to kind of defend on, on that side of the ball. So yeah, you, I hope Mike Hilton still doesn't get, you know, hammered for that. It was just an unfortunate game for him. But yeah, like you mentioned, it's Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the ball. It's going to be difficult. Uh, West Side Stripe says, is the punt and kickoff return job Charlie Jones to lose? I definitely think punt return is. I think he has the inside track for that. Okay. I know he kick returned in college and maybe he has the inside track for that one as well. Didn't Travion Williams do. That's who I was thinking. Yeah. That is the punt return. is just, that was Trent Taylor's job. It was Charlie Jones is probably going to push Trent Taylor at least uh, for that in for that backup slot role. And Mm -hmm. if he's going to do that, he's probably, you're probably not going to keep Trent Taylor just for the punt return because, well, he could do that too. But when it comes to kick return, Travion Williams is most likely going to make this team. He got re-signed, mm-hmm. and they talk very nice about him. So I, I feel like it would be him because I'm not 100% sure who's faster between the two because Charlie Jones is pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100% sure on that, but I definitely think punt returner, he's the inside track. He would be my favorite. Um, kick return, though, I'm much more split, and I think I would actually make Travion Williams the favorite. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I agree with that. I think I tweeted that when I saw the extension for Travion. I said, oh, let me me see him return more kicks because I'm totally fine with that. But we'll see. If Charlie Jones is a better player, we'll find out in training camp and they're going to go with the best guy. Uh, Mr. Steal Your Grill says, why has Bryce Perkins remained unsigned and should Jake Browning be concerned about taking him taking his job? (laughs) Bryce Perkins, the the third – quarterback for the Rams last year remains unsigned. Um, surprising a little. He's super fun. You know he's super Wait, fun. He is. He's a very fun quarterback. Good. I didn't say that. I said very fun. Um, he is actually a guy that I, I would not mind if they had a battle between the two, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't think Jake Browning needs to be concerned while Bryce Perkins is unsigned about a fictionary, uh, the fictional battle between the two. All right, Mr. Steelgo Grill, you have another question. And you know what? Sometimes I, tr- I try to give other people a chance, but we're going to go ahead and go to this one because, look, it's that time of year. It's Chris Evans talk. He says, why doesn't Chris Evans get more playing time? Please, Sands, my family is dying to know. <laughs> because they don't trust him to pass protect. They don't trust him to run the ball. And we've gone over that a bit. It's that in the preseason, he has those big runs. Well, he had an opinion. Uh uh, in the preseason, he had those big runs, but those big runs came and he kind of misread everything. It was just a better athlete than the guys on the field. So 
when they got called back for holding call, well, that's because the right tackle or the tight end or the left tackle, whoever is blocking his guy thinking, okay, he'll come off the inside here and go up the middle. And then he breaks to the outside and you're always, you're always grabbing as an offensive lineman at the NFL level. You're not hands open. It's inside. But when that defender sees him go outside, the defender moves and then the Jersey gets tugged and that's how they throw the flag holding. But I would say that I think the coaching staff, when they watch the film on that, don't at least do not give 100% of the fault to the offensive lineman. They give some of that fault to Chris Evans. And I think that's why they don't trust him as a runner. They don't trust him in pass protection. I think just because he's too small, they see him in practice every day as well. So see that. Um, And as a receiver, He's too short, really, to play wide receiver, and they've tried it and it just hasn't worked. Plus, they like to have guys that can win jump ball opportunities. And then as a running back receiver, always go back to it. It was in the first quarter of the Super Bowl. Uh, Chris Evans ran a rail route, which is essentially a tight wheel. And um, with all this room to the outside, they got the perfect matchup. He was matched up on whoever at linebacker for the Rams and had a touchdown but instead of widening out a little bit to avoid the contact, he lets the linebacker jam him up, the ball sails, and it's a missed touchdown opportunity, and they punt. I didn't know that until you told me, and I was legit at the game. I There were so many – it goes by so fast that like you're oh, not yeah. realizing everything that's happening, and I didn't realize that happened until we talked about it on the podcast this offseason, that he was open for the touchdown. Oh, yeah. And that, that really just bums me out that that opportunity was there. And the thing about coaching staffs, they remember that they remember mm-hmm. when you had those opportunities and you didn't secure you, a touchdown. You're done. You know who else remembers it is Joe Burrow who threw the ball oh. where it was supposed to go. And it just kept sailing because he got jammed up by the linebacker. Just avoid the linebacker widen out, just widen out, avoid him completely. You are one-on-one with a guy that runs like a four seven. That is a touchdown, man. Dude, that I re- I had no clue until you told me that this offseason. I just didn't remember that play, and that's very heartbreaking. We'll go to a uniform question. David Speakman says, do you like the black or orange socks on the home uniforms? It's kind of a tricky question because there's different uniforms for home. Yeah. Um, I like both. I don't know. I don't, I don't think about this stuff too much. When it's all black. I feel like I like the orange just to break it up a tiny bit. What do you think on that? When it's all black, you like the orange to break it up. Yes, I agree with that. I will say, and I know they can only wear them for a certain amount of games. That all white uniform is and and the, yeah, that I'm wasn't like, part of the question. But I'm gonna, I'm, I know, I'm kind of breaking. <laughs> to my favorite thing about this um it's the all i mean i'm gonna get back to that one moment but i love the all white uniforms it's the absolute best in the nfl and and there's a lot of bias but man when you can rock that white helmet Mm -hmm. and you're going all white i love it um i do yeah i think you got to break it up and i love the orange because the orange is different Mm -hmm. than the normal so what about black top white bottom are you still orange there or do you go black black i think so too the last one uh, i guess there's there's all two, kinds of combos. I know. There's there. Well, there's two more I can think of. Go ahead. Orange top, black bottom. Orange I think top. orange. Love that. Yeah. Love that. And orange socks. Yeah, orange socks. What about orange top, that... white bottom? The creamsicle. I still go orange socks. I don't know if you do. Orange socks? Yeah. Okay, orange socks. cool. The reason I go that orange, the orange jersey, black pants, orange socks, is that Kansas City game. Oh, and is it? 
that's that's what they wore at the one the home one where they won where yeah. uh, jamar chase puts up 266 and i'm like that that combo will forever like live in my mind uh but yeah the orange socks are popular i would definitely go orange in the majority of the uniforms i'm not actually huge on the black uniform top and white bottoms yeah it's probably my least favorite because when I first heard about orange top, white bottom, that was my least favorite in my mind. And then I looked at it. And I was like, okay, it looks like a creamsicle. I like this. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. I can tell the difference. It's absolutely wild. The year they went to the Super Bowl, they had the uniform changed and the ring of mm-hmm. honor for all of those changes to happen for them. Um, and it's still one of my favorite. There's such a difference in that uniform now versus what it used to be. Um, I absolutely love it. It's really fun that they embrace it. There's one thing I hope they do this year, and I feel like the fans would really like it, is the leaping tiger on the field just for oh one God. game. Yeah. One game. One game. All games. All games. But yeah, one That's game. It. I'm just I'm just gonna try not to push it. Um and, and just one time maybe I just right there in the middle of the field. Primetime game, Bills, Bengals. Oh, that's what I'm going to. At least one. Leaping Tiger. That'd be awesome. I was there for whiteout game last year, so uh, that was pretty Dude, cool to see the field whited out. That felt like a college football game. <laughs> my friend's dolphin, my best friend from high school is a Dolphins fan. That's, he he went with me and he wore his white Dolphins jersey because <laughs> he expected the Dolphins to wear white on the yeah. away. And I was like, hey, he joined in. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a, yeah. I love Pacor. Those games are awesome. Everything except for that Steelers game went really well. Didn't go to there, unfortunately. Um, all right. Well, we'll get to more of your questions. I loved the uniform talk. You know, we can continue that during the offseason because, look, this is where we're at not right now. Not a whole lot going on for the Cincinnati Bengals, but we'll have more next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.